Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Oh, that's a good one. It's going way back. Happy Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh we Morning. good afternoon. Uh we all watched the Emmys uh last night and we've got lots of opinions about them, which we are gonna share and sprinkle throughout the show. Um but really quick before we move on to another really hot topic this morning, uh really quick gut check. What was your take on the Emmys? Just like yay or nay. As a, an award show, I kind of liked it, all things considered. I found it to be entertaining, but still long. And thus, at 9.35, when I typically turn into a pumpkin, I rolled over and fell asleep. And so I don't know what happened at the very end of the show. However... The, it, the ship sank. Did it really? Did everybody no, die? No, it was a joke. It was, you know, the Titanic. I know. It wasn't, but... I know. I know. I know. I, I mean, they just that. end like they I all end. That honey. Uh, well, uh, we will be touching on the Emmys throughout the show, but right now we want to touch on Ellen because Ellen used the beginning of her show today to touch on all of the controversy surrounding her show. Yeah, we finally get to hear from Ellen herself about her toxic work environment. She addressed the issue. It's toxic. On the new episode of uh, the premiere episode of her new season of her talk show. And I want to talk about the actual show itself, but I think we need to talk about the only thing that's aired thus far, which is the seven minutes ish clip of the monologue that was made available uh, to the internets in advance. Now, I want to play a little chunk of this. There's a lot that precedes it, or I should say a couple minutes that precedes this, um, and we can talk about what's left out, what you don't hear, but I want to kind of join Ellen as she's talking about the specific... Up to this point, she has already addressed the sort of uh, larger issues, the ones that don't relate directly to her, that were a problem at the Ellen show. But now she's talking about the, quote, uh, toxic work environment that she has been held responsible for on the internets and social media. Uh, and she starts with a conversation about that moniker that has been attached to her, the, the what, what is she, how does she say, lady? the kind lady? The be um, kind lady. Be kind lady, right? And, um, she's addressing that now. I wanna, if we can, listen through for about a minute. Because then we get to a point that I think um, we're going to have opinions about. Again, this is Ellen DeGeneres addressing her toxic work environment on the premiere episode of season 18. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. 
So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. <laughs> Don't do it. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad, I get mad, I, I get anxious, I get frustrated, I get impatient. And I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress. And I am especially working on the impatience thing because, and it's not going well, because it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you that. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I don't know, I, I'm a talk show host and you know that, but I, maybe some of you know that, you know, I was an actress. I've played a straight woman in movies, so I'm a pretty good actress. <laughs> but I don't think that I'm that good that I could come out here every day for 17 years and fool you. This is me. And my intention is to always be the best person I can be. And if I've ever let someone down, if I've ever hurt their feelings, I am so sorry for that. If that's ever the case, I have let myself down and I've hurt myself as well because I All right, always so try to that grow as a goes on for a number of minutes. I would say it's, again, about seven minutes that they made available. In this little bit, you hear Ellen's only attempt to address the barrage of toxic workplace stories that have come out. You know, the celebrities in some cases who've spoken out about the quote, toxic environment, about their direct experiences with Ellen, the people that work on The Ellen Show, and their individual experiences that some of which have been made public, some of which are rumored innuendo. There's been rumor and innuendo about the toxic... I mean, our own Elizabeth Reese says that everybody she's talked to who works out in Hollywood says it's a known quantity, that if you go to work for Ellen, it's a, quote, toxic work environment or some variation on that theme. Mm -hmm. And this is the only little segment wherein she discusses that, and all she can find herself to say is that if she's ever offended anyone, um, she says, quote, if I ever let anyone down, I'm sorry for that. That's all you can say? Yeah. Like, there's nothing specific. Now, let's take a deep breath, and I understand that... This was not going to be Ellen, you know, going line by line. But at the end of the day, it seemed kind of like she just sort of brushed it off so, with the thinnest of apologies. I I feel like that was a safe and dumb thing to do. Uh, mostly just safe. For, you know, from her Very perspective, safe. it was a safe thing. Because if you watched that... That is an apology with the assumption that the people who are listening don't even actually know what the specific allegations are. Because the very first thing she does when she says about being called the be not, be kind lady is then turn it around to make it look like she's a victim of other people's perception of her, right? Like, I understand she's a multifaceted person. But she was not accused of being impatient or having bad days. She was accused of being patently cruel to people. Yeah. Among other things. She also, sa she also says, um, I couldn't fool you. Like, I come out here every day and I'm doing me. And, and you know, again, sh to her audience, it's a very low bar. These are people who are laughing and joking and they want the Ellen that's dancing around. Right. These are not the people who were affected directly by her behavior that has been alleged, right? Right. 
So there, it's a very low bar, and so she sounds like she's just saying, look, man, I'm a complicated person, but I'm like everybody else. But if I came out here every day for this many years, you would know if I was really this, like, hateful witch of a person that everybody says. Nobody is accusing her, though, of saying that she was coming out and fooling everyone. Right. There's Again, the allegations are that behind the scenes, she's behaving in a manner different and, like, patently contrary to the person that she shows up to be mm-hmm. we all are people of many facets that's absolutely n- nobody i don't think is arguing that that Ellen... she's not allowed to be impatient or she's not allowed to have a bad day i think the the average person recognizes that the ellen that we get for an hour a day is a version of ellen or a part of ellen um, but it is not the depth, the the entirety of Ellen. It is a performance. I also just think it's a missed opportunity, and here's why. Because we've been talking about how this is a moment now we all find ourselves in where we're not really willing to sort of um, just take people at face value. Like, the world is just more complicated and complex. And, and delightfully so. People are allowed to be more... Um, just who they are mm-hmm. on screen, vulnerable, like, like vulnerable, like like we are living through a time where we are not just comfortable with sort of thinly caricatured versions of ourselves. We used to be, which is why Ellen became so popular. But things have shifted, and so here was an opportunity to see if Ellen was going to react by sort of you know peeling back the curtain a little bit or sharing some something true and something honest. Now, I kind of understand why she doesn't. It's safe. She doesn't want to put, you know, a ton of things at risk. I understand that, you know, this was just the easy way to do it. it but it does sort of make me sad that she missed this opportunity and it'll be interesting to see if the people who were critical of her um, you know, will take this um to mean much of anything i mm-hmm. i still think there's a huge opportunity for her to sit down maybe she could you know people and i can hear the people already saying what do you expect her to do on her show it's a it's a you know she bebops around the stage and gives free stuff away right mm-hmm. okay so maybe this wasn't the best venue for her to do this well now that she's done this will she do something else because i think she has a huge chance to sort of endear people back to her by being honest and open. Like, you don't attract people by being the person you th- they think you want them, being the person you, you think, think they, they think, think they want. They want you to be. Right. You endear people to you by being yourself. Right. Right. And furthermore, I mean, y- you know, if she really wanted to move the needle, she needs to specifically address the allegations not just do this sort of blanket uh, acknowledging that she knows they exist and then trying to flip it around and explain why we've got it wrong. Rather, she needs to be able to have the forum to specifically address the specific scenarios, right? If, If she really wants to move the needle, because the fact is what she just did was kind of like, like a pacifier for her audience. I mean, it just sort of gave her audience a little something to suck on and then move on. Right. And you're right. This is her audience. She already has them. Um, But, but it does for me, for a person like me, who's not a big, I don't watch the Ellen show. I, I know she exists. I'm, you know, she's in the world. I'm not, 
I'm going to be a harder well, sell. And the venue of the show has not been the issue. So therefore, the audience to that show, I don't think, is the issue or the ideal place to have this conversation. Right. Because the, the a conversation is happening outside of the show. And that's, I think, where she needs to address it. Because, we, because again, we don't watch regularly. But if you want people to, if you are a brand, Ellen is a brand, she has a production company, if you want your product to sell, just from a purely cynical brand marketing perspective... She needs to put something out into the wider world beyond yeah. her show right. that allow that address. I mean, just from a, a moral perspective or ethical perspective, I would hope she addresses the actual issues. But even if you were just being cynical and saying, like, what's the best way to get Ellen's brand um, you know, turned around, you need to give you need to address directly the thing that's floating around on social media, the right. thing that's floating around outside of the show itself. Do you remember when Oprah had the author of A Million Little Pieces on, whose name I can't Pick remember? Fry or Frey. And then, um, and then that all like mm-hmm. burst open. Mm-hmm. She did address it on her show, but she did multiple interviews about it yeah. outside of her show. And in fact, probably is still asked about it. But I think what Ellen has done is contained it in a controllable place, and that's her show. Yeah, I, th- um, I think time will tell if she goes... She doesn't grant a whole lot of interviews. Oh, well, that's the other thing. I have a feeling I just get the impression from my uh, myopic vantage point, although it may be, um, that she is like, screw you. I don't have to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. It's none of your business who I am off camera. This is my job. It's, you know, like, I feel like there's a defiance to Ellen, um, which is getting in her own way. And, I mean, it's her right. She can. She's a successful businesswoman. But I think just from a, again, from a brand or marketing perspective, that's not doing her um, long-term much good. When we come back on the As a brand and marketing expert, sorry. Of course we are. Self-anointed. Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese is joining us with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hi, friends. Hi. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Thank God it's Monday. Everybody's, you know, returning to work. Yeah. Mondays don't feel as bad as they used to. I mean, mean, I'm fine with it. It's usually by Wednesday I'm ready to be on to Friday. Yeah, that's fair. I did ask my husband what his favorite day of the week was, and he said, for sure, Wednesdays. I said, why? And he said, because I feel like... I've gotten stuff done, but I still have time left to get stuff done. Oh, that's a... I was kind of a nice way to look at Wednesdays. Yeah. I've never heard of anyone... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'm saying that. Yeah, Wednesday's, you know, kind of gets a bad rap. Kind of gets a bad rap, but he's like, I feel like I got enough of the week behind me that I've gotten some things done and it doesn't feel overwhelming, but I still have time to accomplish what I want to accomplish. I appreciate wow. that. Glasses too. half full in that family. I That's thought for that was sure. wise. Um, Ellen DeGeneres back on TV. There is a clip of her premiere episode um, posted on social media in which she gets right to the scandal during her monologue, admitting that she's a work in progress, but promising viewers that she really is that person that you see on TV. But I mean, she- that is really a part of her. Yeah. She said, as you may have heard this summer, there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And then there was an investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously. And I wanted to say I'm sorry to the people who were affected. The better question, I think, is not are you the person we see on TV? Are you also the person we read about behind the scenes? Right. 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 Yes. Yep. I know. I think you're right. She said, the truth is that I am that person you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. Sometimes I get sad. I get mad. I get anxious. I get frustrated. I get impatient. And I'm working on all of that. She said, I'm especially working on the impatience thing. And it's not going well because it's not happening fast enough. I mean, that's funny. That is a great joke. (laughs) Ha ha. Super funny. At the same time, I was a little bit like, I don't know, Ellen, if I were trying to like not make myself sound like if I was trying to make the world think I was taking all of this very seriously, yeah. I might not, I might not do the jokes. I think but sometimes with comedy, Ellen. yeah, and it's just comedians, that's how they see the world. Yeah. And that's how they view the world. And that's how they express themselves in the world. It is, it just comes across, like, again, I just feel like we're all in a place where we're like, just like, let's be real for five seconds. Please, can The we, world please. has taught us that, like, ha, 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 you might be, just be laughing into the void. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Braff says the Emmys passed on honoring Nick Cordero in the 2020 In Memoriam segment. So here's what Zach Braff had to say about it. For those wondering, the Emmys chose to leave Nick Cordero out of their memorial montage. And he said, I had no idea one had to campaign to get their loved one in. We did, and they passed. He's not happy about it. That's interesting. interesting. It is interesting. I can't figure out how much TV, I, I don't know how much TV Nick Cordero did. You know, that's the only thing that I can kind of think of is that the Emmys are focused on television and Nick Cordero was a real Broadway star. So, I mean, it's like if the Tonys would have passed, wouldn't that have felt so bizarre? That would have been, then we'd be like, whoa, what? But he, yeah, he did small roles, Blue Bloods, Law and Order, SVU. So they've got to have some sort of, the. they've got to have some sort of standard that you have to meet. Um, because I feel like we have this conversation every year and sometimes it's really it feels very warranted. They leave out lots of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Other fans were saying Kobe Bryant, Kelly Preston, and Sam Lloyd were also left out of the segment despite their impressive careers. But I think there's maybe there's some sort of standard of how many television hours or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, you know, I wish, I, I, I feel like I wish I knew more about that. And yet I don't have the time to cram it in my brain. No, there's a lot going on. Here's an interesting headline um, about Princess Diana and Prince Charles, who we just still cannot get enough of. And she said, according to a new biography, um, that the only thing that Prince Charles learned about love from his parents was shaking hands. Oh. Isn't that so sad? Um, That because of Charles's upbringing, he was just, he had such an unaffectionate childhood 
and that his emotional retentiveness was due to his childhood. Diana reckoned that if Charles had been brought up in the normal fashion, he would have been better able to handle his and her emotions. Instead, she said his feelings (laughs) seemed to have been suffocated at birth. According to her, he never had any hands-on love from his parents. Only his nannies showed him affection. But that, as Diana explained, was not the same as being kissed and cuddled by your parents, which Charles never was. When he met his parents, they didn't embrace. They shook hands. Wow. I think it's an indication probably. I mean, it's hard to know, right? Like, what what is the personality versus the position? Yeah. You know, like, what what was reinforced by the royal family because it's such a vestige from an earlier time where you probably you know in a victorian way didn't show a lot of affection For or sure. were they just not you know were they a cold and icy family and it just got blew out of proportion because of where he found himself i don't know this is what's being outlined in this new book even when judged by the standards of the time philip and elizabeth saw remarkably little of their offspring you know mm. because i mean you'll remember like the princess elizabeth before, you know, left Anne and Charles as she joined Philip in Malta for Christmas. And they were gone forever. They mm-hmm. were gone for so long. You know, it's interesting, too, because when you think about the position that Diana then held in the lives of her boys. Yeah. She was such a hands-on mom. Yeah. And affectionate. Physically okay, and affectionate. I hate that term, hands-on mom. But well, she really was a very affectionate mother. Um, and... And you really saw how Prince Charles had to make up for that after her death. Figure that, that out. That is interesting. Interesting stuff. All right. Thanks, friends. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Thank hey, you. we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live. My talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Michelle. We've got Michelle on the line. And what is Michelle playing for? Michelle is playing for this. An at-home advanced screening of the movie Kajillionaire, starring Evan Rachel Wood, Gina Rodriguez, Deborah Winger, and Richard Jenkins. Opening in theaters this Friday. Can I just point out the way that we do that every day? Just tells everybody that Holly's the one with all of the information. Yeah, she always has the info. <laughs> Because we're like, uh. I don't know anything, Holly. <laughs> All right, so we've got Michelle on the line. Hopefully and we know she what she's everything. playing for. All right, I hope time, I do. Timer will begin after I ask the first question, my dear. Hold on okay. tight, here we go. Who, host, who hosted last night's Emmy Awards? Jimmy Kimmel. The TV shows Watchmen and Succession air on what cable network? Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to say HBO Max. Yep. A Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy were stars on what Canadian <gasps> sketch comedy series? Oh, that's not the one you can't see, is it? Or no, no it's uh, oh, they crap. started on um, an earlier show together. Oh, Canadian sketch comedy. Yes. Oh, oh, um, um, SCTV. Who played the characters Gumby, Velvet Jones, and Mr. Robinson on SNL? Oh, that is, um, oh, Michelle. Michelle. 
I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. I think so, too. Um, However, you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show at 1230. All right, let's get to the ones she did not get correct. There you go. Everybody, that's what Bradley was doing the whole break. Who played the characters Gumby, Velvet Jones, and Mr. Robinson on Saturday Night Live? Hi, I'm Velvet Jones. Eddie Murphy. RuPaul is the host of what reality competition series? Drag Race. And fracking True. America. True. Uh, and you were not swearing. That's, this is no, that's <laughs> we're not, not on the not good an place. Show either, yes. <laughs> now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by the item. Ooh, got some celebrity gossip mysteries. Unfortunately, you know, because the way we're doing things, there's not. Any Emmy gossip, post Emmy gossip from NT Lawyer. So mm. we're just going to pick and choose some selections from the weekend. Here we go. This A minus list, mostly movie actress who hooked and crooked her way to an Oscar nomination and win isn't telling what anyone that she actually owns a huge stake in a company where she's claiming to just be a spokesperson. Oh, yeah. she hooked and crooked her way to an Oscar nom? And Ooh. possible win. Possible win meaning she did or he's just being vague? Well, I mean, it, you got to be a little vague. Okay, okay. Got to solve the mystery. Oh. oh. A minus list, mostly movie. I don't want to say this. Is this maybe, was she married to Brad Pitt? Okay, good, good. Uh, No, 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 no. Phew. Uh, This person, I believe, maybe had some intimate moments with Brad Pitt. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gwyneth Uh. Paltrow? Oh! (laughs) Sorry. It's actually not that surprising, but go ahead. I was going to say, you're really that shocked? (laughs) I just wanted to, for the audience who doesn't know what we're talking about, continue. Thank you. So, Gwyneth Paltrow, who N.T. Lawyer claims hooked and crooked her way to an Oscar win for Shakespeare in Love, mm. sabotaging Winona Ryder to get the role. So, she's not actually telling anyone that she owns a huge stake at a company where she's claiming to just be a spokesperson. Gwyneth Paltrow just launched a new advertising campaign for the injectable called Zeoman, which is Botox yes. marketed as the naked injectable oh my gosh this is that oh ooh, that headline that went around last week uh we had it on the list to talk about and we didn't get to it about how gwyneth peltrow she's just like us she noticed all of her wrinkles from all the zoom meetings she had to have Mm -hmm. huh interesting how she just naturally funny was able to get some headlines about that and now oh it's literally botox yeah I mean, it's literally in not in with the word botulinum toxin in the word, and that's Botox. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like a different. It's a brand or whatever that stuff is. Cow tox, bovine tox. Yeah. So what Gwyneth Paltrow isn't telling you is that not only she is she a spokesperson for this, but she's also a major investor. So if you choose Zeoman over your leading. God, she's a wily one. She really is. You got to keep an eye on her. Mm-hmm. By the item. 
Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley. The former momager reality star slash frequent or former drinker still thinks she can sell a reality show about herself. No one really cares oh, enough God. about her to devote she, more than a blind item every three months for uh, her. Dina, our friend Dina Lohan. Is she, she even our pew, friend pew. anymore? I mean, I mean she, she hasn't totally been talking us. to us lately. So rude. And a bomb. You um, were supposed to go to the wedding. Y- you were supposed to officiate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she promised a lot, and then we got nothing. Well, I mean, I think her family feels the same way. So, <laughs> Dina Lohan thinks she can sell a reality show about herself, but no one really cares enough about Dina Lohan to devote more than a blind item every three months to her. So, and mm-hmm. lawyer it. cares. <laughs> That's it. That was our quarterly yeah, Dina, Dina Lohan, Lohan blind item. Oh, makes me, it does make me sad, though. Well, me too. Did you see the headline? This is what was interesting. Okay, listen, let's be honest. We kind of follow her and her ex-fiance on the social media. Jesse's going through some, some stuff right now. Mm. And then is he still I cooking, saw, though? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. But then I saw an article that was dated September 20th in page six yesterday that said she credits him for being on the straight and narrow and she for getting back on a healthy path mm-hmm. and being on the straight and narrow and she's hoping that this time their relationship will work out. I thought, does he know that? It was interesting timing. And that I is double very interesting. triple checked the date because I was curious. Okay. All right. Thank you for going back, Colleen, and looking for the receipts on that gossip. Here's our next celebrity gossip magazine. Magazine? Magazine? Oh, magazine? (laughs) No. I would read that. Uh, (laughs) The planted story in a tabloid magazine, that's where my mind was going, Mm. does mean the marriage is in trouble. The thing is, though, if there's a split, there will be hundreds of tweets exposing the reality family for everything under the sun, and you can't put that back in the closet. Every last secret. Him and Kanye, and the story is from... People Magazine! Ding, ding. That was really beautiful, guys. You're welcome. Let's fill in the blanks. So, a planted story in People Magazine does mean the marriage is in trouble. The thing is, though, if there's a split between Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, there would be hundreds of tweets exposing the Kardashians for everything under the sun, and you can't put that back in the closet. Every last secret of the Kardashians and Jenner's could potentially be exposed if Kim and Kanye actually went through with a legal divorce. And I'm trying to pull this story up because we're going to talk about this story later in the shoe. Just know that somehow I put the wrong link up, but we'll get that story for you from our Thanks, research Sarah. department. All right, okay. real good. Yeah. Um, I did, you know, okay, so I have a couple questions about this, but one of them is this. Um, is he saying, because I could take this two ways. Is he saying that if they split, Kanye would release all of those secrets? Or is he saying that in the divorce, those secrets would come out? Do you see what I mean? The Could difference? Be, uh, yeah. Like the nuance? The nuance. And honestly, reading into that blind or a blind oh, item, it's super worn on him. It seems that NT lawyer could say that either one would be true. Either right. that stuff is going to come out during the legal proceedings through possible depositions right. or any sort of a divorce settlement, or that 
yeah, Kanye could just be like, I'm on Twitter today and I'm just going to decide to upload everything. You know, the, the the interesting thing is, and by interesting, I mean, I mean, the reality is he's probably going to do that anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I were a, if I were on team Jenner Kardashian, I would probably just do Brace what needs for- to be done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel brace for impact well on that cheerful note Tune in to the bottom of the second hour if you want to hear more. Yes. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we have to check in on at least one half of a publationship. I noticed an interesting phenomenon on uh, thank you phenomenon on the internets. And I thought, hmm, something is going on here. I don't think that you're going to have to work too hard to figure it out. But we will review what I located about Priyanka Chopra on the gossip rags when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi there. Oh, hi. How's it going there? Oh, you know, just doing the thing. Um, yeah. So I wanted to have a little publationship corner. Well, we um, should. It's been a while. In fact, actually, let's just call it what it is. It's a Chonus bonus. It's time for a Chonus bonus. But it's really only one half of the Chonus, and that is <laughs> the uh, show or the NAS. The it's <laughs> it's the show. Uh, it's Priyanka Chopra. Uh, the other half of that, of course, would be Nick, Nick Jonas. Jones. But he's not present and accounted for in this story. It is only Priyanka Chopra. However, I do believe it falls under the category of publationship. And uh, I think you'll follow my logic as we go. Okay. So I was uh, trolling through the internets, doing my thing. I don't know if you know this. We report Hollywood gossip. We do? Yeah, and entertainment news. So I have a number of different sources I go to. um, And one of them is, frankly, uh, I like to see what's trending on... Yeah, I like to go to the street. No, I like to see what's trending on the Googles. And one of the things that was trending, they post a number of different articles about any given topic, okay? And this came in its own little pod, and and I clicked on See Further Coverage. And what I was treated to was six different headlines that were all similar in nature, okay? Okay. And the headlines were, among others, Priyanka Chopra eyeing an Oscar. Experts have high hopes for the star. That's one headline. Another one. 
Priyanka Chopra Jonas for Oscars 2021. PC predicted to bag Best Supporting Actress. Nod. Okay. Next one. Is Priyanka Chopra getting her first Oscar nomination in 2021? Okay. Hold the phone. Hold the actual phone. I don't. Let's, okay, I'm holding. Let's talk about a couple things. Right there. Okay, good. Let's talk about a couple of things. This is all supposed to be buzz about her film, The White Tiger. Do you know anything about that film? No. It's not released yet. Okay. That's why you don't know anything about that all film. Right. So why is this all popping up right now? And I only selected three of the headlines. That's the first thing to consider. The, th- the second thing to consider is who, what are these publications? Okay. Well, let me name them for you. Okay. GOTV. You big into that one? Don't know it. Spend a lot of time there? Nope. nope. I don't either. How about WIONews.com? Nope. Familiar with that one? Don't know. How about this one? This one I think you might be a little bit familiar with. Pinkvilla.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know the Pink Villa. Okay, what do we know about Pink Villa? Um, I think it's an Indian entertainment site. Like, um, they do a lot of Bollywood stuff. But one of the things we've learned about that site is often it is written by bots. Oh. Remember? Because we've read through and we've laughed heartily at some of the nonsense that we've come upon. All right. That doesn't make any Mm -hmm. sense. And those other two sites, I believe, are also probably... um, what are those called? Like aggregate sites? The The bottom line is this. Nobody knows anything about this movie. It's not released yet. One of the articles also outlines the other movies that she's set to be participating in. And one of the ones that they list is anyone? Baywatch? No. <laughs> that she's going to be in. Oh. Oh, The Matrix. Yeah. Has she signed? I mean, is she? Is that real yet? Um, she did not, if I remember correctly, quickly scanning my brain, which is often a fraud experience, I think it was rumored that she was participating, but it was not going to be in a major role. But that, but that again is complete supposition. I don't know if that's the case yeah, or not. That sounds vaguely familiar that she acted like it was a co-starring role And it really is like a cameo appearance. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, look, I don't know Bollywood very well. Holly, I think you did like a degree in this stuff or something. Didn't you like go to Bollywood? Yes. Okay, so you know. So we need to like refer to Professor Roberts here. Mm -hmm. Because I wonder if there's a possibility that these three like aggregate websites, generally speaking to an Indian audience are trying to establish some sort of um, buzz around a movie that's coming out, like Oscar, but, you know, like if they're trying to create like a viral, right, I wouldn't even say viral, but like they're trying to generate some attention for this project. Yes, by stating that somehow there's Oscar buzz around Like, ooh, her. look at, yeah. I mean, right. I, because I feel like these websites typically talk about Priyanka Chopra, I don't know what role she might have in any of that. Like, does she have a huge PR team that's like paying, you know, these like aggregate news sites to publish content on her behalf? Here's what I will say. They're all written very similarly. All of them uh, have this in common, this one paragraph in common. And uh, one of them is edited down a little bit. But joining Priyanka 
in the Oscar buzz, uh, like the contenders for best supporting role, will be Meryl Streep, Hanyan Ri, Natasha Leone, and Mira Weddingham. Okay, so have we heard about any of this? No, honestly. I know. I, I looked up the White Tiger to see, presumably there's like an IMDb page here. It will be released on Netflix. It does not have a release date yet. Um, you know, I it, it just is, this is one of those things where there's this sexy headline, but it doesn't have, there's nothing really backing it up. Other than just a well, that's story. why I wonder, like, who's behind, like, pushing this forward. Well, and I would say it's her. I mean, obviously, it's her team. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. But I do. I think that her. I don't know. I don't know what she pays her team. Well, so this is from an article. So we went back where this buzz was coming from. So this is coming from a Variety dot com Oscar predictions list of actors. And Priyanka Chopra's name comes in... The Matrix story? Is that what you're referencing? No, this is the White Tiger. Oh, okay. So that she is among um, about 30 30 to 40 names that are showing up as potentials for Best Supporting Actress this year. So her name is showing up on this list. So somebody's seizing on that list to sort of raise that profile and the possibility. And if it's her team, which then they're doing the right thing, right? Then they write up the press release and they Mm -hmm. send it out far and wide because, again, the story as it is written is almost identical in every single publication. Oh, I see what you're saying. So very Mm -hmm. likely somebody just sent out a press list. Exactly. Press Press release. So they wrote up. So her person wrote up the story was like, oh, look at this. Priyanka Chopra, Oscar buzz 2021. And then they actually even make it sound like the category's already set. Well, that's what I love about Priyanka Chopra is typically her team is like five steps ahead of everyone else in terms of publicity. It's sort of like the secret. Like you act like you already have it. Yeah. Because the the asterisk on this Variety article says about her movie may not be eligible. We don't know. We don't even know. know. We don't know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's the little thing you've done during these COVID times that feels normal? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? 
the Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com slash bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com slash bartender.